Skitter. Skitter. Skitter pal meow meow. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Hey, welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. How is everybody doing? Sin Mountain Man, what's up? What's up, brother? What's going on this morning? Oh, you know, you know, this fucking early, early recording day, early recording day. Mountain Man, what's up? I'm scared, pal. Meow, meow. Cannot complain. What about you two, crazy SOB? I'm shit up early as fuck, dude. It's like 8:21 out here in the West Coast. I'm like, my head's still in the pillow, dude. Like, I'm gonna do this podcast laying down. <laughs> oh man yeah yeah it's it is early and that is uh my apologies um i'm going on vacation next week so i will not be here so we decided we're going to do two episodes today so we had to get up a little early get this thing started but that's okay because that's what we do here we've had to do it before not a big deal sin how was your week Oh, my week was fantastic, brother. Other than dealing with a little bit of pain last night and allowing me three hours of sleep, I had a fantastic week. Uh, we got the girls going back to school finally today. It's first day of school here in Clark County, Nevada. So we got the two oldest out and about. Uh, I believe it's second go year round for my middle niece. And then my oldest niece, I'm going to say, is hitting her sophomore year. So, yeah, things are looking good here. Mountain Man, what about you, brother? Oh, Lord. As you remember, last Monday, we couldn't figure out a time to do our podcast. Well, now, after everything is said and done, for the first couple of nights, I've actually been able to sleep for the first damn time, because where DJ had a double ear infection, he couldn't sleep by himself to save his life. So, for 48 hours, maybe longer... I literally sat in my chair holding him so he could sleep while I sat there and stared at the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Oh, the joys of having a baby. I tell you, I do not miss those baby days. I'm telling you. (laughs) Uh, I don't think I I was lucky and fortunate enough I didn't have to deal with that at the time. Probably for like the first nine months that my daughter was born, her mom had custody, and I probably got. My daughter, maybe out of those nine months, I probably had her for three weekends. And then uh, she moved out to Ohio because she lost a place to stay here, went with a brother for a little while, and then uh, calls me calls me on Thanksgiving and says, I need help. So my natural reaction is, all right, how much money do you need? And she goes, no, physical help. And I'm like, what? So I, I literally turned my back on my family and stuff and readjusted my lifestyle, went to Ohio for like two years and 
needless to say, shit didn't work out up there and stuff. Um, I, I got really, really sick to the point where I was actually, I had two seizures out there. And uh, she uh, cheated me after I had my last one because I lost my job and stuff. Moms found out and basically my mom and my sister were like, you know, get your ass back home. And yeah, they flew me back out here. And yeah, that's pretty much my little stint in Ohio. Uh, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, I, I, I've been with the Bay her whole life, so except for a month when uh, her grandmother tried to steal her from me, and of course the court, the courts gave her right back to me. But um, yeah, I dealt with all that baby shit. Baby shit sucks. Fuck babies. <laughs> right, especially when you're trying to see. Now, here's the thing: a lot of new parents don't know, man. Um, your your child may sound like they're they're crying at the same tone of voice, but technically speaking, from what I've read on parenting books. Each baby uh, has this a This motherfucker said he read books. Did you hear that? <laughs> yes, I did. I, 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 I didn't have nobody teach me, man. So I, I read a book that states that basically newborn infants have distinct crying tones in their voice. So they're notifying you when they're wet, they're dirty, they're hungry, they're not feeling good. So that's the hard part of parenting is learning those cries. Once you learn that, you're golden. Right. Your goal. Oh, well, well, I can admit we've learned that, except for whenever you just said a baby being wet. That's bullshit, because DJ has back poops all the freaking time <laughs> and doesn't say a damn word about it. <laughs> uh, back poops. Oh, yeah, that's where it goes all the way up. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, it goes all the way up the spine and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, quit giving too much water and freaking milk, man. He'd be all right. Dude, he's over here saying starve your kid yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much well don't don't do like my baby's mom did man like uh, I, I won't even get in her conversation but yo yo her her four-year-old son is still in diapers dude like what the fuck is going on oh, that's nuts well yeah i'd love to talk about my week Oh God. Well, how was your week, man? Do we got a new freaking flyer, man? Oh, no, like, no. The, the, the crew this. is great. I'll tell you what we do have is we have me making a dollar more an hour. I finally got my raise. Woo-hoo! Oh, Lordy. And it was, Yay. I was expecting like, um, I think I did the math that um, at 3% increase in rate of pay, it would have been, I want to say 47 cents, which would have put me three cents away from where I wanted to be. Uh, instead, I don't know what the percentage is, but I got a dollar an hour raise. So it put me way over that mark, which makes me super happy. Um, that puts me in two years at the rate we're going at about $20 an hour, which is going to be awesome. Um, work work was fine, man. I didn't have my assistant foreman this Saturday. He uh, He had to work the night shift. Which isn't a huge deal, except that there is an assistant foreman on a shift that the supervisor could have given me. He didn't. So I had to work all fucking day Saturday. And look, I'm used to leaving at 3.30 Saturday afternoon. Those last two and a half hours killed me, man. I was kind of roaming around. Fuck, this sucks. It's normally what Ricky's taking care of every day. So, you know, that, that kind of that blew, but hey, whatever. It's overtime, I guess. Um... Did my show yesterday. It's a, you know, it was my last show before uh, going on vacation. I think it went really, really well. I actually read the the, the playlist about man um, before Sid decided to join us. Uh, so all in all, it's been a pretty good week, man. Dude, I, I'm gonna tell you right now. When I was in the chat room yesterday, 
which Mountain Man wasn't attending because of curfew issues. Bushy now, wait, wait, Jimmy. wait just a damn minute. No, you no, keep, we're not going to no, wait. No, no, you no. stop just a damn minute. Yes, hold on. You keep swearing up and down. I have curfew issues. Shit. I'm going to come to Las Vegas and whoop your ass one day. What are you saying? <laughs> dude, it's curfew. Dude, dude, straight up. All right, look. I got in there. I know for a fact I'm three hours behind you guys, which makes it hard for Sin to get out of bed. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, when I get out of bed, we're talking it's 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. 7 o'clock on the East Coast, okay? That's my normal wake-up time. For me to be up at 8 a.m. to sit here and enjoy a podcast with my two brothers, man, at 8 o'clock in the morning, mind you, on three hours of sleep, that's dedication for you. Unlike Mountain Man here last night who said, hey, I can't, I can't make it right now because I'm too tired with all the stuff I dealt with this week. <laughs> it, it was cool because I, I made it to Bushy, and you know what? Bushy not only gave me one, he gave me two songs last night without me even having to say shit. And uh, it, it, no, really, Mountain Man, it was huge, brother. I mean, his chat room, I want to say literally rivaled last night, Dr. Fox and the Brothers Grimm, dude. Like, literally, I was so proud of Bushy last night, dude. His chat room was packed. So, congrats, brother. Yeah, congrats. It, was, it was awesome. Like, I, I had new people in there that I, I've never had there before, but apparently had been listening uh, for the entire time I've been on the air, which is absolutely awesome. Yes, did you see her fucking identification picture, dude? Like, oh, my God. And she's an artist, too. I mean, a physical draw type life uh art work thing like check her facebook out dude like she's really got some great 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 material nice. on there and she's hot as fuck dude for being she's she's not fat dude she's big bone but she she looks good dude like if you see her face dude yeah jen i'm sorry dude that's one of those ones that you can you know if she had handlebars dude you just eh. Good for anybody that for for anyone that don't know, just a heads up: Sin is our local uh, pervert of the podcast. Yes, yes be prepared. Yes. Be prepared to hear shit that women would normally slap a normal man over come from this some bitch's mouth. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, and, and by the we way, we cannot uh, condone the words or actions of our partner, Mister Sin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, and I apologize for uh, for our listeners who are hearing the beautiful Facebook bing, bing. That's what happens when you're fucking two group chats, which I'm about to fucking mute here in a minute. Hey, it's getting annoying on my Dude, that's uh, why I mute all that group chat shit. Drives me insane. Let's see if I can try to go up in there while we're sitting here talking. I tell you what, uh, I would like to start this off by um, Giving out some thoughts, prayers, positive vibes, whatever it is, to the good people of Charlottesville, Virginia, after the tragedy that occurred there over the weekend. I uh, I hate when racist cocksuckers go someplace in the name of conservatism and preach hate. I hate hateful rhetoric. Uh, I, I am not down with this. I, I condemn this in every sense. I really hate that they take the, the battle flag and turn it into a racist symbol. These guys are not helping my argument ever. With my love of the rebel flag, but uh, yeah, we we do not condone this here at the plug. I don't I don't care what fucking hate group you're assigned to. I don't care if you're in a KKK, if you're a neo-Nazi, if you're Antifa, if you're Black Lives Matter, if you're ISIS. Okay, I do not like hate groups of any kind. Uh, so I strongly condemn that. And uh, prayers, you know, to the family of the 32-year-old woman that was lost over the weekend by that 20-year-old asshole that slammed into that crowd of people. And we're still hoping that the other 19 
uh, pull through okay. And also thoughts and prayers to those two uh, Virginia State troopers uh, that were lost in that helito- uh, helicopter crash the same day there in Charlottesville, Virginia. That's scary. That's about an hour or 45 minutes from my dad's house that that kind of nonsense is going on. I've got to be down in that area next week. So I hope everything has calmed down. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to take the time to say, fuck that. Fuck you, racist pigs. Fuck you. Amen. Amen. Well said, brother. All right. So it is that time for everybody's favorite part. Well, not everybody's. Definitely not Sid's favorite part of the week. No, definitely not fucking mine. <laughs> it is time for our words of the week ladies and gentlemen boys and girls it's time for everybody's favorite learning segment that's right it's the plugs words of the week all right so who wants to go first i went first last week motherfucker seeing you're first damn it you called me out last about them what who what about them you have to spell that for me. Really? B O U T H E M. Bout them. Okay. Using the terminology like bout them cowboys who think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year, but the Raiders are fixing to put a mud hole stomping in that fucking Texas ass. Or bout them chichis on that nice little stripper over there who's dancing on a pole. Bout them. If you look at it and break it down, technically I'm just saying how about them, but it's really about them combined in one word. That will be my word of the day. Oh boy. Did <laughs> did did Stan seriously just go redneck? It sounds yes, like he I did. did. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Mount Man. I'm sorry, I'm shocked and appalled. I'm wondering if there's a damn asteroid coming to the mountains, if an apple's going to fall. What what the hell just happened? I I, I, I am not sure, but hey, let's run with it. (laughs) My word of the week, tar, T-A-R, tar. Nate, what is the word tar? Was that T as a tango, tar? Yes, tar. That's that stuff they put on the ground you drive on. No, well, yeah, true, but what else can it be used for? If you technically say it as it's spelled, tire is T-A-I-R. No, no, tire is T-I-R-E, but, you know, good try. T-I-R-E, yeah. (laughs) I was thinking to say that. Shut up. But tar, like tar, black tar, what, yeah, basically. But you pretty much took my word of how it's used wrongly. Why don't you go over there and get that tar so we can get the hell out of here? <laughs> Ain't you going to put it on the car? <laughs> yeah, you got That's why I say go over there and get it so we can get it. Uh, get the lug ranches, ranches, and put that damn thing on because we got a flat tar. Oh, my Lord. I swear to God, we are dumbing down America. <laughs> I love these yeah, words. You know, They're beautiful. I, I, yes, it's absolutely just gorgeous. Oh, and the sad thing is, there's people in my family that talk that way. 
Um, I have actually couched you before talking that way and you not even realize it. I know it. There, there's times I can't help it. The Southern will creep back up in me and it just kind of slips out. <laughs> and it, we're, we're apparently being bad influence. Fuck, Sin's now going redneck. Jesus Christ. I know. That's a, that's a boy. That's a New York City boy. <laughs> right. This great city boy. All life except for one month of my life, man. I've been in the damn city, man, for the most part. And, uh, yeah, it's wearing off. I guess this little word of the day shit is working, but just mind you, we are recording two episodes today, so the next word when we do the second episode ain't gonna be that good. Oh, <laughs> right. <Hate> forewarned. <laughs> well, that, that's when you get your phone, look up Jeff Foxworthy's redneck. Fuck no. <laughs> If I'm going to look up some fucking material, I'll go with Bobcat Goldwatt, man, or Goldwait. Go, Goldwait. Good Lord. Goldwait, yeah. You, know, you guys both make my... Or Andrew Dice Clay. You guys yeah. both make my eyes twitch when you speak. Tell you what. <laughs> Sorry, we don't have proper English, man. I didn't have the privileges of getting past the 10th grade. Hi, guys. I, do, I, just, I just don't give a damn. I talk the way I talk. You can get over it. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, uh, I do enjoy the Mountain Man's redneck words of the week, and I thought, how can we do this and take words that I use, but still kind of twist them, and I decided my boy Bill O'Reilly has some great words with some brilliant definitions of how said words are used today. Um... The word I have is heteronormative. That's right, heteronormative. That's the academic way of saying someone is ignorant, regressive, and probably still walks on his knuckles because those who use the term believe heterosexuality is normal. That is an insult <laughs> used by the left to say that we are not giving gays, trans, bi's, lesbians their equal rights. Heteronormative. How's that for a word? That's big, ain't it, motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, yeah. Oh, the, sorry, I, I thought we were getting ready to go. All right, you all stepping into each other's dicks. You got to talk one at a time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was thinking here we were going to hear heterosexuality of mouth. I was like, that's not really a big word. So yeah, that that's what I'm thinking is, but yeah, your uh, your your words of the day are more like inter into intellectual and uh more more educational than what me and Mountain Man provide for the podcast itself. <laughs> I got to so, offset yeah. all this craziness. <laughs> right. So whenever you get whenever you ladies and gents want to hear the word of the day coming out of Bush, you know that he's going to counteract us or what we say. So his will be more intelligent than what me and Mountain Man have. <laughs> and he puts everybody to fucking sleep. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I am cuddling with my pillow right now. Like I'm literally laying down and doing this podcast. I'm surprised my mic hasn't gone trial. <laughs> oh, I will kick your ass if I start hearing trial. Right, oh, so, right through so all this a, interwebs, I am kicking your ass. Right, right. I started to say we start hearing trial every five seconds. I, I will come. I'll make that threat, threat, threatening uh, assumption that I stated earlier come true. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, oh, right. oh, 
wow, he actually took my bullshit sneeze. What the fuck? We are definitely becoming bad influence. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. What the hell is on the agenda this week, gentlemen? Well, we 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 are going very juvenile this week. Going very juvenile. Ooh, hey, pew, I get to pull on my tutu. <laughs> no, no, tutu. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, look, you want to wear a ballerina dress? That's okay. It's 2017. There's nothing wrong with that. But <laughs> don't come up to the mountains and do that shit. You'll get shot. <laughs> uh, you, but you can come to this part of New York and it'll be okay. And, yep, and, and this sure. is still a redneck part of New York. Um, but yeah, this week. We are going to be discussing our top ten all-time favorite cartoons growing up. Yes, cartoons. That's 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 all we could come up with this week on the plug. We didn't want to get too political, so we decided let's have some fun. So yes, top ten favorite cartoons all time. I cannot wait to see uh, the Mountain Man's list because I know he's uh, what twelve years younger than I am. So. There's obviously going to be some differences here. Um, so let's go ahead. Let's kick this off. Top 10 favorite cartoons all time. I'll go ahead. Fuck you guys. I'll start off with my number 10. My number 10 is an old cartoon called Mask. That's right, mask. M period A period S period K period. I don't remember what those stand for, but I remember you had the good guys versus the bad guys. They were all driving these wicked cool vehicles, but they would turn into something, almost like the Transformers, but not quite. You had a guy that rode a motorcycle that could turn into a helicopter so he could fly and attack you. The leader of the mask crew, the good guys, he drove like an 85 or 86 uh, uh uh, Chevy Camaro, but it had the, uh, uh, the 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 doors that popped up, the pop-up doors, and when they popped up, the car could fly. It was all kinds of cool stuff like yes. that. Absolutely yes. love that cartoon. I had all the toys growing up, and, and you'll find that a lot of these cartoons that I like became my toy obsessions later on. But yeah, not my number 10, Mask. Right on, man. That, that I would have to agree. I actually... I mean, when I was constructing my top ten list, uh, I did have a couple of the cartoons in there. I just couldn't remember the name. But now that you mentioned the mask, I was like sitting there thinking in my head. I'm like, that's the one that had that car that had the freaking the Lamborghini doors. Yeah. And it would fly, and it had I think rockets or missiles on the like on the very bottom of the door. Yep. But when they 
when the doors would elevate up, they were actually on the edge of the wings, so it looked like a fighter jet going off, yes, man. Yes. Great, great cartoon. I would say that'd be an honorable mention. Mines, you're going to laugh at because Mines comes from Disney, and it was an epic, I want to say epic failure, I believe it ran for maybe two or three seasons, but it involved uh, Uncle uh, Donald Duck's nephews and Scrooge McDuck, and the name of the cartoon was DuckTales. Unfortunately, they changed Scrooge's name. Life is like a Solve a mystery or rewrite history. DuckTales Loop. Every day that I've been making DuckTales Loop. Tales of daring, do bad and not tales. Danger looks behind you. There's a stranger out to find you. What to do to scramble to some DuckTales whatever the hell they were using it as and i remember just watching that coming home from like school and stuff like every other day you know like i, I would come on come home about 3 15 to be halfway through the episode so i never really got to watch a full full episode but i, I enjoyed a little bit of it especially the little duck tails then and then it had like a little catchy tune to it but yeah uh-huh. duck tails i love scrooge mcduck scrooge mcduck was one of my favorites yeah, Scrooge. Uh, he, he, he was hilarious. He was a uh, mean ass in uh, Mickey Mouse's Christmas Carol. Damn, dude, was he mean? That was crazy. Well, that's because he was playing Scrooge, you dumbass. Right. <laughs> no, I Not remember Mel- watching DuckTales in the afternoon. That was high school for me. Um, uh, in a season of that, I wasn't playing sports because um, uh, fall, I was in sports. Winter, yeah, I had a hard time seeing it, but yeah, definitely loved uh, Disney's Ducktales. A lot of fun. Mount Man, you're number ten. All right. Well, my number ten. I can't remember what uh, channel it always came on, and you two can laugh your asses off at me. I really don't care. But uh, it wasn't actually the star of the show that I liked of this little TV series, which, if I'm correct, it's still going. But Winnie the Pooh. Gotta get up, gotta get going. I'm gonna see a friend of mine. He's round and he's fuzzy. I love him because he's just Pooh Bear, Winnie the Pooh Bear. Looking for fun, chasing some honeybee. Pooh Bear, I know he's out there. Rumbling, tumbling, climbing a honey tree. He never ends for us. We're so adventurous. Every now and again And when we're alone And there's nobody home It's nice to be able To count on a friend Like Pooh Bear We need a Pooh Bear Wherever you go Oh, won't you take me please Pooh Bear, I gotta be there It's me and it's you My silly old Winnie the Pooh Was one of my top 
ten, actually number ten favorite cartoon. Shut the fuck up! I hear you snickering. Now I, I have to say, uh, because <laughs> frankly, we just heard that uh, that theme song. Um, uh, you don't know that yet, but I will be slipping in the uh, theme songs after you name the title of your cartoon. So you'd be helping me and doing me a great service if you would pause after saying the name of the cartoon. Because that's going to be really hard to split those off. But that's okay. Okay. It took me forever okay. to find that theme song. Um, because all I knew was the movie. I had a hell of right. a time finding this Winnie the Pooh cartoon theme song. I was like, what the hell kind of sissy shit is this? <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, see, growing up for me, like I said, whenever we were, whenever I was younger, we didn't have cable. We had only the three channels. Well, sure. That's, that that was two, called just regular life when I was growing up, by the way. Right. Right. Exactly. So, uh, Winnie the Pooh come on all the time. Tigger was one of my favorites, T I double Gur er. But my, but my absolute most favorite, and also my mom's, and I don't know why. Let me guess, Eeyore. Clyde, you are correct, Eeyore. <laughs> building his little sh- building building his little uh, house that keeps falling out of sticks constantly with a tail that he can never keep on because I guess a nail won't go up your ass. Uh, but other than that, but, but, I, let me tell you something. Part. Nothing goes up my ass, sir. Uh, well, yes, I sure hope not. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, but as for uh, his favorite word, and I used to say this all the time, tally ho. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> oh, that is funny stuff. Yeah, I uh, I have no knowledge of that TV show. I've never seen the the series ever. I know the original Winnie the Pooh movie. Um, I'm all right. Sorry for that brief interruption. I should have had. I should really try to find some test pattern shit in the middle of all that. <laughs> We're moving on to our number nines. Sin, your number nine favorite cartoon. Number nine, another. After school cartoon at four o'clock on Fox I used to enjoy so much. We run around the Warner movie lot And they lock us in the tower Whenever we get caught But we break loose and they're the moose And now you know the plot We're happy 
the Animaniacs. Yes, the Animaniacs, those three wild-ass little kittens, man, that used to go ahead and be broadcasting on a freaking public network with all the mischief they used to do. Hilarious little cartoon right there. And then the fact that they were black and white made it even more better. I mean, the whole cartoon wasn't black and white, but their color and their design, you can tell whoever created the cartoon for Warner Brothers made them in black and white to try to keep their traditional black and white cover because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they aired back sometime in the 50s or 60s in black and white. I have no idea. I tried watching that stupid show once, could not get into it. (laughs) (laughs) It was just comical. It was one of those things that it was required that you were under the influence of some sort. At that time, it would be, be weed for me. And uh, I just loved coming home from high school, watching little three cats go at it, man. It was a great cartoon. Lord, I, and there I was playing sports and banging chicks. Go figure. Not <laughs> 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 man, number nine. My number nine was on Nickelodeon. A uh, little show. Uh, had a pretty good run. Uh, had a few adult jokes plus uh, normal kid comedy. Rocco's Modern Life. It was it was a little dog and a cow and a bunch of other animals living normal, but they is kind of a mixture of Roadrunner and Coyote meets uh, actual town looking animals. Basically, it's, it's kind of a neat little show, a little bit, but it's more like a Ren and Stimpy cartoon to an extent. Uh, those two, huh. yeah. I uh, and and as I said, we just heard the uh, theme music to that cartoon. That's another one. I was like, what? the hell is this it's something i had never seen and that's why i was like i cannot wait to hear the mountain man's cartoons because that 12 years is going to make a world of difference my number nine it is my number nine Mm -hmm. is a little cartoon about a cat now this cat also appeared in comic strips um and i'm talking about the badass of the two cat cartoons that were ever so popular in the 80s and early 90s this would be Heathcliff Heathcliff, Heathcliff no one should terrify their neighborhood but Heathcliff just won't be undone playing pranks on everyone 
Ah, gotcha. Nice, nice. That's a that's a great choice for number eight. Uh, sticking with the uh, animal uh, uh, theme. <laughs> My number eight is my other favorite cat. Now, I uh, used to read him in the newspaper, and he's still around today in the newspaper. Um, let's see. Uh, I, have, I know without you even saying it. You by saying newspaper, I already oh, yeah. know. Well, Heathcliff was also in the newspaper. Um, several True. books. I, I was reading him from when he looked completely different than he looks today. His... Uh, his look, drawn by Jim Davis, has definitely grown over the years. I remember when he used to have little cat feet. He even had little cat feet in his cartoon. But now they're long and weird. Looks more like people feet. But I'm talking about the great Garfield and Friends. Ladies and gentlemen, Garfield and Friends. Friends, others. To help you get started, to give you a push on your way. Friends are there To turn you around Get your feet on the ground For a brand new day They'll pick you up when you're down Help you swallow your pride When something inside's got to break on through To the other side Friends are someone you can open up to When you feel like you're ready to flip When you've got the world on your shoulder Friends are there to give you a tip Friends are there when you need them They're even there when you go So if someone wants you to change the channel, kids, just say no. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, Odie. Odie. Can't forget about Odie. Well, that's why I said add friends. John Arbuckle. Right. Now, I used to read the strip when uh, John had a roommate. His name was Lyman. Um, and a lot of people don't remember Lyman. He had dark hair and a, and a big porn stash. Uh, he eventually got phased out of the comic strip for whatever reason. But, uh, yeah, Garfield and Friends, I used to love the, uh, man, I forget what the farm animal sketch was, uh, but they had a, a farm animal thing as part of the Garfield and Friends cartoon, because you would get, what, three or four cartoons inside this half-hour show, and uh, I, I really yeah. liked the farm animals as well. I loved the pig, Orson, I loved that crazy duck that was scared of everything. Great show, one of my favorites. I can't remember if that was an afternoon show after school, or if it was Saturdays, it may have been Saturdays. But, uh, yeah, Garfield and Friends is my number eight. Awesome. Poor Odie. <laughs> Poor Odie. Well, you don't, you don't want to know my number eight. My number eight is exactly the same as yours, but, see, Garfield would be my number eight as well. I, I just – it's not the Garfield and Friends episodes, though. It was more like the Garfield back in the day without the Friends. But Odie was always in there, of course, and then their, their owners and stuff was in there. Forgot what the hell his name was, but it was it was a great cartoon. They had a great run back in the eighties and nineties, but that new stuff, man, that watered down. Oh, let's play nice. Nah, man, that's not cartoons to me. And plus, it's almost, in my opinion, is too CGI nowadays and stuff. Like what happens to the actual drawing of cartoons and taking the time to make it a sketch? That's why I miss the most about it. Uh, I guess we move on to number seven. Uh, Bushy, you want to take that? You want me to lead it off? I could. Since you're talking, yeah, go for it. Well, my number seven is one of Bushy's favorites, man, and it's probably one of uh, all of our favorites. 
especially for those who weren't buff or athletic at the time when this cartoon was making its run or whatever, and they did make a movie out of it that was not a cartoon, it was an actual movie itself, played by Dolph Lundgren and several other cast members. Frank Langella, I believe, played Skeletor. Yes, I'm talking about He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And the masters of the universe. I am Adam, Prince of Eternia and defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. This is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, By the power of Grayskull. became the mighty battle cat and I became He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. Only three others share this secret. Our friends, the Sorceress, Man-at-Arms, and Orko. Together we defend Castle Greyskull from the evil forces of Skeletor. Would be my number seven. And uh, like Bushy, I did have the castle of Skull. I had all the action figures there, even his little cat that would turn into the super beast when uh, He-Man got his power of Skull. Yeah, Battle Cat, that's what was his name. His name, what he didn't uh, have on his gear and growed full size, was Cringer. Cringer, yeah. He always used to have that little cowardly cringe, like, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. But then, like I say, he got his superpowers. It was like nobody could fuck with him and shit. And it was always funny watching uh, Skeletor and his friends. The, the uh, What was it, the Beastmaster? And what was her uh, what was her name? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, Evil Lynn. Evil Lynn. Yeah. yeah, man. Just watch him just try to get He-Man after so many cartoons. And then it's funny because they did the movie and the same thing. Skeletor and Evil Lynn. Failed ultimately, but here's the thing: like, I wonder that little creature. I forgot what his name was in the movie, but the little hairy guy was that supposed to be like the cat on two feet or what? I think that was to take the replacement of Orko, because uh, at that time they they couldn't transpose CGI Orko onto the screen and make it look the way they would have wanted. Because you know, if Orko is going to be on the screen, you want him to look like he's there. Uh, today right, with right. My modern CGI, they could definitely pull it off. And uh, I could tell you that uh, He-Man is much higher on my list. I could also tell you that I believe <laughs> it has finally been confirmed that we are coming out with a live-action version of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, supposed to be truer to the cartoon. To form? And, uh, and it's nice. supposed to kind of tell the origin of Prince Adam becoming He-Man, so that's going to that's gonna be a lot of fun. Oh, that'd be that'd be interesting. I'd definitely go see that in the theater, yeah, man. For I had sure. All that shit. I had Battle Cat. I had Prince Adam. I had He Man. I had Tila. I had Mad at Arms. I had uh, Beast Man. Tila, yes. I had Lockjaw. Oh. I had Skeletor. I had his cat Panthor. Oh yes, yes. Ah, I love that stuff. Not nice. oh, mad. You ever see some He Man? He Man. Love that shit. Uh. I was never much for He-Man. 
He he was in diapers when He Man came out. Yeah, you gotta that, remember that. that. Was yeah, early, you are correct. That was yeah, that, early eighties. Yeah, that was early early eighties. Yeah, right. Christ, I was in Heidelberg, Germany. <laughs> you got to figure in Heidelberg, I was third grade to the second or first semester of sixth grade. Finish up the first semester of sixth Bushy, grade. Did, didn't Masters of the Universe get released? I think it was like what eighty six or eighty seven. I think when I it came out. I don't remember when that Dolph Lundgren film came out. I was still in Germany, so it had to be eighty five ah. or six. Oh, nice. All nice. right, yeah, nice, nice number seven, Mountain Man. Number seven for me is a cartoon that I can remember even as early as I have ever been in my life. Ruh-uh, Raggy. Okay, hold on, let me... Scooby-Doo yes. and the Mystery Machine. Oh, yes, yes. Let's, here, let me play this theme song. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? We got some work to do now. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? We need some help from you now. Come on, Scooby Doo, I see you. Dipping, you got a sliver. You're not fooling me, cause I can see We just shake and shiver You know we got a mystery to solve Scooby-Doo, get ready for your act We don't hold back And Scooby-Doo, if you come through You're gonna have yourself a Scooby snack Scooby-Dooby-Doo, here are you You're ready and you're willing If we can count on you Oh my fucking god, even listening to that theme song drives me insane. Oh, I I know <laughs> that is such a popular cartoon, and I'm telling you, for years, I have not understood why. First of all, I am a huge dog fan. There are two cartoon dogs that I absolutely hate. Scooby-Doo and Astro from the Jetsons. And do you know why? Because those two dogs talk like they're fucking retarded. Why do the dogs have to be stupid? Every cat cartoon I've ever seen, the cats are always fairly intelligent. But Scooby-Doo, you're not going to talk anymore, Raggy. Well, see, you got you got to kind of... The Jetsons, I can't speak for, but you got to understand. The Scooby's owner is a pothead from hell. They just didn't actually fully announce it on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We know what the Scooby snacks were because they were both eating them. Yeah, we know what Scooby snacks are, dude. Yeah, we're not... We're not no. But here's here's the thing. Here's my thing. You say Scooby Doo in the Mystery Machine. Now you talking Hannah Barber back days and, and who was that? Uh, Casey Kasem who used to do yeah, Shaggy's well, of course, voice. Or are you talking Scooby Doo done by the original done by Hannah yes. Barbera? Yeah, because okay. I was gonna say I think it's Matthew Littered who is now signed on to do the rest of the Scooby Doo uh, new episodes and cartoons and stuff like that. Matthew Litter owns the right because it was handed down to him from Casey Kasem before he died. I gotta tell you, um. Oh. As far as the artwork goes, uh, I have seen this new Scooby-Doo and gang. Um, I, I, I don't like it. I, I, I guess if I had to sit down and be subjected to this nonsense, I would have to go back to the original from the 70s and 80s. Um, that's definitely what it was uh, most popular. And, um, yeah, I, I, I've seen almost all of them because it seems like everyone I know loves Scooby-Doo. But, I, boy, I'm not a fan, but I tell you what, that's a, that's a great number seven. And it's uh, it's funny yeah. because uh, my number seven also features a dog, 
And this is more along mm-hmm. uh, the mountain man's neck of the woods, because I'm talking about good old Deputy Dog. Three is T.J. Hooker, Tuesday nights at 6. Oh, there you are. This is the old lawman, Deputy Dog. I wear the legal star on my chest, and I'm the legal star of this cotton-picking show. Me and my natural-born buddies, Muskrat, Vincent Van Gogh, and Tycoon, are all set to bring you a passel of rib-tickling and hair-raising adventures. So you all get comfortable out there, because here we go! Deputy Dog. Deputy Dog, that's right. It, it looked like he was from the hills of Tennessee. He had his partner, Musky, which was funny, a muskrat. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, always into these shenanigans. Deputy Dog was like the sheriff. I'm the sheriff of these here parts. <laughs> I loved Deputy Dog. More of a 60s, 70s cartoon. A lot of people don't know about him. But, oh, he's one of my all-time, all-time favorite cartoons. Obviously, he made my top ten. Deputy Dog, Sid, number seven. I already did number seven, Captain. I'll let it oh, off. okay. Uh, how about you? How about you with number six? Well, is it my turn? So, I'll go number six. Fuck it. Yeah. Number six. How about? How about? How, how about? He, he, he just used his word of the day in a sentence without yeah, how about? knowing. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But actually, my word of the day was about them. So. Yeah. He, that, it's about them number sixes. I think he just made that word up. <laughs> I, I Actually, you. that was his word last week. Yeah, the how about, but see, this week I went oh, about oh, them. He just finished the goddamn sentence. I got you. I'm, I'm with you now. <laughs> <laughs> this tricky motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tricky and sticky. My number six, again, with the animals, but these guys... These two reminded me of the Three Stooges, only there was only two of them. They always had a get-rich-quick scheme. They were very city-type boys, and the Stooges were from New York. A lot of people don't realize that. They were New York City boys. But these were my two favorite talking magpies. Yes, the birds, Heckle and Jekyll. And now we're all set for the first cartoon. You'll just love it. Mm. Oh, man. Heckle dude, and, you, you ripping out some classics. Dude, because that's my shit, baby. That's my shit. Fucking Heckle and Jekyll. <laughs> hello, old chub. I, I loved these guys. They were absolutely hilarious. Always in some kind of shenanigan trying to get rich. Always messing with the big bulldog who would try to whoop their asses. Somehow, Heckle and Jekyll, the two talking magpies, would come out on top. Love those shorts. About 15 minutes long per, uh, per cartoon episode. Gotta love Heckle and Jekyll. Nice, nice. No. I, I remember them vaguely. I thought they uh, didn't they look like crows a little bit at one point, and they had like didn't they wear clothing too, like a little hat or something Sometimes, like that? Sometimes. Uh, they look like big ass crows, but a magpie is, uh, is is in that family. They just had the big log yellow beaks. Right. That that was a little kick ass cartoon. Oh yeah. I, I think I, I think I remember a little bit of it. That I, I can't con. Uh, 
comment on it because, like I said, it was probably just right before I actually started paying attention to cartoons, like two or three for me. Right, so. right. I watched them every Saturday morning, man. I remember getting up and running to the TV, pissing my parents off because it was like 5 o'clock in the morning, man. I was still looking at a test pattern back when, you know, we had, <laughs> back when we had test patterns. <laughs> That's All crazy. Right. All right, Sid, you're number six. My number six is actually a duo, too. Uh, not Heckle and Jekyll, though. This duo actually was represented on Nickelodeon for a while, and they were actually the cornerstone of Nickelodeon in the mid-90s. And uh, I do not what, know what happens for the life of me, man, but if they brought them back, is one of these uh, cartoons that definitely belonged on your local uh, pre- premium cable channels, such as HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, etc., etc., Ren and Stimpy. the little cat and the little dog that just Nickelodeon created look like almost fucking like aliens man great little cartoon always had some off the wall tripped out shit like their cartoon reminds me of the scene from Beavis and Butthead when uh, Beavis has started tripping on the fucking damn peyote that he ate oh, the movie, that's how yeah. twisted Nick- yes that's how twisted Nickelodeon was with the creation and the backdrop of when it's Stimpy like nothing was ever straight up like, you see these cartoons, they have houses that were nice and straight level. They look like buildings. You're watching a Ren and Stimpy cartoon, the building's all twisted and bent up like in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like, when uh, Eddie or whatever fucking his name was, the detective goes into Toontown. That's what it looked like. It was just twisted, wicked, man. I love watching Ren and Stimpy just for the backdrop. And Ren and Stimpy were actually, at one point, my little hero said, I used to have t-shirts, boxers. Um, toys of theirs, man. Like, yeah, Ren and Stimpy would be my number six. Mountain Man, what you got, brother? Unless you got something to add on that. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, 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 happy joy, joy. joy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you how much uh, I hated Ren and Stimpy. Oh, it just looks so well, weird. It, it, it was such a gross cartoon. You know, that little crazy chihuahua and that retarded cat. I, oh, it was so gross. Yeah. It was such a gross cartoon. The, the, the hairless little kitty. <laughs> no, he wasn't He wasn't a cat. He was a chihuahua. He was a chihuahua? Yeah. Oh. Mom. Yeah. Uh, I'm still Ren trying to wake up. Uh, no. yeah. yeah, Ren was a chihuahua. Stephen uh, was the cat. 
And he was so gross. That cat was just so gross. <laughs> he was. It was a hilarious cartoon. My, that's actually one of my mom's favorite uh, cartoons that me and her would watch together. As funny as that sounds. We have the actual box set of every Ren and Stimpy cartoon there is, and somehow or another, I'm going to figure out how to hack Nate's computer and put every damn episode on there and make him watch every damn one of them. Oh, again. you can you, you nice. go to damn hell. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, that now eliminates one of mine down the road because Ren and Stimpy was one of my absolute favorites as well, but. Uh, my number six, uh cannot remember if it was Cartoon Network or Nick had done this one. It was a little bit later on uh, cartoon. Dexter's Laboratory. Hey, laboratory. A little... Yeah, laboratory. It wasn't laboratory to him. It was his laboratory. Uh, Dexter basically trying to create any and every machine he could ever do to be the smartest kid in the world, and his little blonde sister blowing up his lab every day, every episode. Great little, great little cartoon to sit back and just watch and enjoy. Oh, you probably liked Peaky of the Brain too, didn't you? Peaky oh, the brain. oh my. God, I can tell you right now, they didn't make my honorable mention. We'll probably have to do a top five honorable mention, like, you know, do a quick, you know, top five or whatever, because there, there are a lot of cartoons I left out, too, that didn't make my top ten. Yeah, yeah neither of those were on mine and don't deserve an honorable mention. <laughs> I do remember Dexter's Laboratory. Um, I... I wasn't a huge fan at that point. You know, I was getting a little bit older, and I didn't like the. I'm not a fan of people cartoons. You'll notice that. Um, although my top two are kind of people cartoons, but uh, that's not what I'm a big fan of. I like the animal stuff. Um, so uh, yeah, there you go. Then well, why ain't you a fan of Ren and Stimpy if you love animal because cartoons? Because I like good animal cartoons. They, they were, yeah, they 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 weren't exactly animals to Bushy. That was more like a tripped out acid cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that, that's the best. Oh no. I know it's the best. A lot of people didn't see it that way, dude. There's why you know after a while Nickelodeon had to cut them loose, dude. And, and that that was considering that they had a lot of viewership on Ren and Stimpy, dude. Like it's it's sad, dude. <laughs> yeah, it, that was a it's great. Sad that mm. it actually became a freaking hit. <laughs> number right. five, Mountain Man. Number wait. five for me. Hold on, wait a minute. Did we do Bishy's number six? Yeah. I started. Heckle oh. and Jekyll. Oh yeah, that's right. Hey, I hey, apologize. Go, uh, go ahead, continue. Yeah, continue, Mountain Man. All right. For me, this one was on Nickelodeon. Uh, something to whenever I was uh, young and uh, was being babysitted by family. Uh, would go in, and this was the only cartoon that would come on around the time right as I got out of the school. But Nickelodeon's The Rugrats.
little Chucky's, all the little babies having their little adventures, just just trying to outwit Angelica. Good little TV series, something kind of funny as a youngin to grow up and watch. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I actually, I actually like the Rugrats. Yeah, again, another acid tripped out cartoon created by Nickelodeon. Right, right. I, I did. I actually didn't yeah. mind them too much. Um, that for me would have been high school, you know, because it was on. <laughs> on while I was right. doing my homework. My number five, <laughs> man. I am still going back, digging deep back in the day. This guy, he was a superhero. Big of heart, small of stature. That's right. Mighty Mouse! P.S. presents this program in color. Mighty Mouse. <laughs> Here he comes to save the day. Mighty Mouse is on the way. Yes, I love this guy. For the most part, there wasn't a lot of talking. It was just mostly action. A great cartoon. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I, I wish cartoons like this still existed and not, you know, instead we morphed into fucking Ren and Stimpy. Shows everything that was wrong with the world at that time. <laughs> Love me some Mighty Mouse, number five. What do you guys say, number five? Number five, uh, Mountain Man's going to hate me for this one, but these guys got their break on the Tracy Ullman show back in the day. They also have appeared on MTV to do some music awards as well. They even had a kick-ass, kick-ass, and I'm talking so badass that it's Still talked about today movie uh, that was made out of an episode that featured Bruce Willis and Demi Moore. And I'm talking about Mike Judge's creation of Beavis and Butthead. Yes, the two guys who just labeled cartoons and took it to a whole nother level. I love the interactiveness of them watching MTV music videos. Them either praising what they were seeing on MTV or degrading it. Such as, you know, they saw the Peshmo video or the Rand the Van video and Beavis would be like, what the hell is this crap? You know, uh, the fact that the boys always got into some mischievous kind of way with Daria, you had Stewart, you had Mr. McVicker, you had their gym teacher, uh, you had the, the gay little 
Peace Dude, whatever. So I don't remember all their names because those were like my least favorite characters. Beavis and Butthead, especially when they go to fucking the Quickie Mart, man, and they're trying to fucking get like their tacos or nachos or some shit. Fucking with Mr. Anderson, their next door neighbor, racking off in the tool shed and shit. Great fucking cartoon, man. The movie even more better if you've never seen it. Go watch Do America. I promise you, even after 21 years, that movie will still leave a mark in your life. That's how good it was. That's my number five. Uh, I did like me some Beavis and Butthead. I can't lie, but I liked it for the music portion, man. They're the ones, if you ask me, they're responsible for White Zombie's career. Yeah, and also, also, I got I to admit, a lot of people don't know. See, Manson was my gate, gatekeeper into metal music, but if it wasn't for Beavis and Butthead... I would have not known of a lot of metal bands back in the 90s. Like, literally, when I tell you Beavis and Butthead influence who I listened to basically growing up in the mid-90s to late 90s, I, I give it all to Mike Judge and Beavis and Butthead right there. I still, to this day, pro... pro fuck the word. They, they deserve to be on HBO, Cinemax, one of those cable premium television shows... Mike Judge could have taken that show to a whole nother fucking level, dude, of creativity. I, I still say he should try to resurrect them. He did. And put them on one of those he channels. Did. He, tried to bring he did, but yeah, but he brought them back and then he was using the reality TV shows. Yeah. Like fucking Jersey Shore or Team Mom. No, man, no. It, it was a disaster, dude. Like, Larry, I, I'm sorry. No, I got like, you. you know. I, I did like me some uh, Beavis and Butthead. Not man. I'm su I'm surprised you haven't stated my gamer tag name or asked me to do it, Sam. Jesus Christ. Well, I was hoping you would have done it back then. That's why I was like, I was like, Mountain Man's going to hate me on this one, and you didn't do it. Though, so. <laughs> I, I I'll get it on my. For anybody that knows me as a gamer, my gamer tag is Dubber Bun Holio, and I am the great Bun Holio. I need to be for my Bun Holio. <laughs> nice, oh, nice. Word. God, that's funny. Uh, hey, baby, that was my number five. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, very good show. The only thing is that I remember about Beavis and Butthead growing up was me getting my ass busted. So, yeah, I'm kind of back. You kind of brought up a high side because I got into Beavis and Butthead as a teenager. But for watching it as a youngin, I can remember the day it happened because I was back in my bedroom. He was and whacking in the tool youngin, shed. No, I was right. whacking in the tool shed. Yes, he was, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let him fool you. I got Dude, I live it. <laughs> me, me and I lived in the town of Newland. We didn't have no fucking woodshed. Shut up. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, my mom and dad hollered for me. We lived under uh, a doctor's office, a dental office. And uh, we his, uh, mom and dad hollered for me one evening. And I was back in my room just watching TV. And it was MTV when Beavis and Butthead was uh, becoming very big. My dad asked me what I was doing. I said, I'm just back there watching TV. Or are you back there watching cartoons? Yeah, I'm watching cartoons. Well, what are you watching? I'm watching uh, uh, this show, that show. And I actually was stupid and admitted uh, Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> My dad looked at me and went, do what? I said, I'm watching Beavis and Butthead. It's on TV. 
I don't give a damn if it's on TV. You don't watch that shit. And I argued with him and got my ass whooped. So, yeah, you brought up you brought up a good side and also a bad memory. So, gee, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to just say this, brother. If you never caught their earlier episodes when they were actually playing with lighters and fucking killing frogs with baseball bats... I May mean, I suggest oh, yeah. going to YouTube and just looking up Beavis and Butthead season one, and they have all the seasons available up on YouTube, brother. If you ever want to catch it, oh, dude. frog baseball, great yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yep, frog baseball, the great cornholio. The great oh, cornholio. Lord, yeah. man, what's your number yeah. five? All right, my number five. Let's see here. Let me grab my list. I done already done number five. We are on number four. Really? Yeah, what was number your number four. five? Yeah. I can, it must have. Rugrats. Oh yeah, good, good, good choice. Pay attention. I know now. I need to wake the hell up. <laughs> God. All right, who's got number four? I'll take number four because I ain't got much say on it. Because Sienna already actually took it. It just made it further up on my list. Uh, Animaniacs. I absolutely love the three cats uh, running around, uh, causing mischief all over Warner Brothers. Really good mo- uh, show. Just made it higher on my list. Nice, nice. nice. I, I, I hate that every bit as much now as I did last time we talked about it. <laughs> I, 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 I had to make you hate something more. You know, you know Oh, me. absolutely. Well, my number four was about a bunch of little blue men, one little blue woman, living in a mushroom field, being chased by the evil mm-hmm. wizard Gargamel. Yes. The Smurfs. Smurfs. I loved Papa Smurf. He was a shit. I loved Brady. He was such a nerd. Uh, you know what? What was that flamboyant one's name? I don't name? remember, man. We're talking. That, that, I was little. I was little. We were still living in Bragg and uh, Fayetteville, uh, North Carolina. So I, Vanity. I was Vanity little. Was I was a little guy, man. And that's why they hold such a special place. I believe they're actually a Dutch creation that came out in comics before they yeah. showed up as a cartoon. But yeah, I've always loved the Spurs. Right. And I, I even have a soft spot for these new movies that have come out. I don't mind them. They're pretty good. Yeah, the Spurs. Loved them on Saturday morning. I, I love how they got Katy Perry doing Smurfette's voice, dude. It just makes it so much hotter, dude. Uh, I, I got to agree with you, brother. The Smurfs was a badass cartoon. Hell, I'm not going to lie. I used to sleep with a little Smurfette figurine right next to my bed and used to look up her nice little white skirt to see if I could see some of that blue poo tang oh, up in that shit. God. So, but my number four, actually my top four, actually all four of these uh, top four of the cartoons, I, they have a very, very special meaning to me because these are cartoons I used to watch with my father. So these are all before 1991. 
uh, when they came out. My number four features four men uh, that were created by Dan Aykroyd and the Harold Ramis uh, back, I want to say, back, uh, I'm trying to think of the war movie that they did. But uh, Harold Ramis was with Bill Murray. Can't forget, but either way, I'm not going to drag on it. Uh, Ghostbusters. Let's go! Yes, the Adventures of the Ghostbusters and the Real Ghostbusters. Uh, they turned it into two movies. First movie was epic for its time in 1984 because at that time there wasn't a lot of CGI going oh, no, on, the and they were came able out to... after the movie. Yeah, <laughs> the the whole cartoon was based off the movie, and what I'm saying is the fact that they put an actual Slimer up in there back in 1984. You're talking about creating a ghost. That was CGI before CGI was CGI. Like, it was totally fucking crazy. Somebody's alarm is telling you, wake the fuck up. But the the cartoons were hilarious. Um, I only cared for the Marshmallow Man and Slimer as villains. As we all well know, Slimer was more of a pet on the cartoons than he was a villain. All the other creatures that they had, ghouls, goblins, ghosts, that they had in the cartoons were so acidly drawn, man. It was fantastic. I remember having the whole ecto, like I said, the whole collection of the Ghostbusters, such as figurines, costumes, backpacks. Um, the only thing I didn't get was the Ghostbuster Firehouse until the last Christmas I spent with my dad. But I remember every Saturday morning after breakfast, my dad reading the paper, and I'm going to him. I'm like, Poppy, can I please watch Ghostbusters? 
him hitting ABC, and I'm sitting there right there watching Ghostbusters. Absolute my number four. Now, right was there. that Ghostbusters or the real Ghostbusters? There were two cartoons. It was, yeah, it would be the Ghostbusters and then the real Ghostbusters afterwards, because I believe they took a hiatus. I want to say '87, and then it came back '88 before they did Ghostbusters Part Two in '89. Yeah, horrible so, movie. Horrible movie. Yeah, yeah, Ghostbusters Two wasn't as good, but hey. Uh, number three, I'll take it since uh, we're going in rotation. Number three is my favorite. Features a lot, a lot of characters that I love in it. Um, I'm going to honor the first character on this cartoon for my dad because it was his all-time favorite, uh, Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn belongs with the group Looney Tunes. I'm not talking Looney Tunes of today that has that Babs Bunny or Daffy Duck with his old girlfriend or Porky Pig with his girlfriend. No, I'm talking fucking Wiley Coyote chasing the freaking Rogue Runner back of the cartoons. I'm talking where they had Speedy Gonzalez up on there for a few episodes. Bugs and Daffy going at it with Elma Fudd. You know, rabbit season, duck season. Classic. Classic cartoon, man. Fucking Mr. Looney Tunes. And I'm talking old school. Like, I'm so blessed they have Boomerang Network, which is a spinoff of Cartoon Network, because I get to share these old cartoons with my baby niece every morning at 12 o'clock. They have them on. My absolute favorite, number three right there, Looney Tunes. Uh, Bushy, what do you got for number three, brother? That's funny. You... Well, now, I say boy. I say boy. Oh, boy. Right? <laughs> While I uh, have to concur with your number three, my number three is almost the same, but it's more geared towards a specific show I watched every Saturday, uh, Saturday morning, and that was the Bugs Bunny and Roadrunner show. The Bugs Bunny Roadrunner Show. Oscar-winning rabbit, Bugs Bunny. And also starring my fast-feathered friend, the Roadrunner. Roadrunner Show. The 
Bugs Bunny Roadrunner show will return after these messages. Um, all the Looney Tunes made their appearances. Foghorn Leghorn, my all-time favorite, would be Yosemite Sam, with Foghorn Leghorn playing a close second. Uh, my favorite episode is a band. Now, you have to look it up as a band cartoon. You never see it on TV anymore. And that's the one where uh, Bugs Bunny is living uh, living in the north, and he's fighting against uh, Yosemite Sam, who's still fighting for the Confederacy. And at one point, he runs, and you see the beautiful south, and he crosses the Mason-Dixon line, and it just looks like nuclear wasteland. And he goes, great horny toads, I'm in the north. And he runs back across the line and says, oh, I'm going to have to burn my boots. <laughs> I loved that show. Bugs Bunny and Roadrunner show in particular. Sylvester and Tweety, all those guys. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, Sin. Fucking Looney Tunes. Ah. They're, yes. they're my number three because there's only two things that I liked a little more, although I can't watch those things anymore, but I can still watch Looney Tunes. They probably should have been my number one. But yeah, Bugs Bunny, Roadrunner show. My man. <laughs> uh, mine is actually along the same same uh, ordeal, Tom and Jerry show. Nice. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Tom, Jerry, uh, favorite episode of all time would have to be Tom's cousin or uncle uh, comes in playing the guitar, singing Crambone. He has to steal Tom's whiskers for his guitar story. Wait a uh, minute, did, did you just say Tom's uncle came in to steal Tom's whiskers? It was Jerry. Jerry, yeah, brother. Jerry, sorry. Just had to correct mountain there. Yeah, go ahead, continue. <laughs> How do you correct a mountain? I don't know. Go ahead. I'm correcting the mountain. Make it as sure it's upright, not downright. Good lord. <laughs> uh, that episode, every single time I've ever watched it, my mom, dad, all of us would die laughing when Jerry's uncle or cousin would uh, go to play his guitar, and every single time he broke a string, would have to uh, go after Tom. Tom would run like hell to get away. They'd not like his whiskers being pulled off. But I've even got the ringtone on my phone for Crambone every single time one of you two call that is actually your two's ringtone. <laughs> Crambone, Crambone. That's funny stuff. I, I actually like Tom and Jerry. Didn't make my list, but yeah, I like the hell out of some Tom and Jerry. Uh, what are we at, number two? Number two. My number two, I'm going to go ahead and make it real quick. Uh, Sin called it earlier. My number two favorite cartoon all time is He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Uh, we've already said all we can really say about that cartoon. Go ahead, Sin. My number two is a huge favorite of mine. It actually contains my cartoon idol and hero in it. And it's funny because they have first appear on a comic strip back in the day. And it's amazing to know that you can put, I want to say there's about 20 characters in this cartoon, not including the two pets that they had in this cartoon strip. But the fact that you can 
put 22 characters on a, com- a comic strip and tell each story every Sunday was excellent. Then the fact that they had so many ABC specials, we're talking uh, Halloween special, we're talking uh, Thanksgiving Day special, Christmas Day specials, and they even did a movie. And here's the thing, I'm against CGI because I feel, like I said, cartoons need to be hand-drawn. It's a work of art to see hand-drawn cartoons, but their movie was so true to form that if their creator, Charles M. Schultz, Schultz, was still alive, he would have been proud to have seen that. As I am talking about Peanuts cartoon. cartoon idol right there all his little adventures man like i remember 
one cartoon episode that they did. It was a special one. It was called Bon Voyage Char- Charlie See, Brown. All I, I know, guys know seen it. From, uh, from the Charlie Brown and the Peanuts is just specials. I don't remember them ever having a series. They they had a little series. It, it would it would appear every so often. They they would do like a half hour cartoon, and it was only like a once a month thing. And I want to say it it would appear on CBS's morning cartoons, but I was more in ABC back in the day, uh, watching Looney Tunes and Bugs and Daffy and all those other people. But the Bomb Boyards episode has to be my absolute favorite uh, special that the Peanuts did, and it's the little part of where. They're going to the airport. Snoopy has a fucking first-class ticket to freaking the Europe, okay? While the rest of the gang, the other four characters, have fucking coach. And then uh, he goes to Wimbledon, and he's playing in Wimbledon out there and stuff, and he just flips out, throws something, and it's just a fucking great, hilarious cartoon right there. Bon Boyos, Charlie Brown, check out all their episodes. They're on YouTube, but you could just look them up. Great funny, like I said, Snoopy and Woodstock never talk, but just their 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 silent conversations, man. It, it will always tell, and that's I think what I loved about Snoopy. And then oh, another thing you will love, but she remember how he used to sit there and he get on his fucking house and he pretend he would be a fighter pilot. He had the little fucking helmet back yes, off. Yes, because like he was days. the World War II fighting ace on his sop with camel. Yes, yes, man, I miss that, man. I, I be posting that shit up in our station chat room, dude. But I love me some Snoopy. Mountain Man, you're number two, brother. Well, I was trying to get it pulled up just to piss off Nate, but uh, you had already said it earlier, and I'm gonna sing it again just to piss the she off. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy, wow, happy, Nate, happy, that joy. High up on the list? <laughs> Holy cow, dude. Ren and Stimpy was one of my all-time favorites that I could actually watch with my mother. Yeah. Ren and Stimpy is my number Ugh. two. And the return of the nightmare. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right. Yes. We, are, we are coming down to our number one. Who was to take number one? Let the youngest go first. Mountain Man, go ahead. Surprise us with your number one. I already know what it is. All right. Well, my uh, I'm saving. One, I'm saving my vomit here for after he's done speaking. Oh, shut the hell up. <laughs> anyway, my number one growing up, my absolute most favorite four guys. Well, four not guys, four animals got into some waste and turned into basically adults. They loved pizza. They rode skateboards and they saved. The city constantly by leadership of a karate fighting rat, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle.
in a half shell. <laughs> Turtle power. Oh, no, I was a uh, teenager when this came out, and uh, I, I have to admit, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. Uh, I, I love the Shredder. I love Splinter the Rat. Michelangelo, Mikey, he was my favorite. He was the nunchuck-wielding turtle. Oh, the goofball of the group. Bebop and Rocksteady. Oh, yeah. I, I absolutely love that show. Uh, didn't make my list. Wouldn't even get an honorable mention because I forgot about it. But <laughs> amazing. Love that. A- a- April was so, so cartoonishly hot, by the way. What the hell is wrong with you? Thought... <laughs> hey, you should have heard my honorable. Well, he, I'll, I'm going to get into uh, Well, if Mountain Man's done, you know, I'll, I'll take next. But uh, before I do uh, next, uh, I'm going to do an honorable no, mention. No, we ain't honorable mentioning yet. Number one. The, the only thing I gotta say to finish up on that, you suck. Uh, Bushy uh, Michael was not the best one. Raphael was. Oh, Screw Donatello size. with that bow staff, dude. That bow staff, the size of his staff, dude, represented the size of his, you know what, dude. He fucked shit up, dude. Donatello was the shit. Oh my lord. Yep. You guys, we moving on. We no, stayed with the no. teenage mutant well, hold, hold on, hold on. Granny Clyde just hollered. She said, "You better say it or I'll kill you." Whenever I was little, I could never say teenage mutant ninja turtles correctly. So everybody make fun of me. Here you go. Whenever I was little, it was teenage mutant ninja turtles. So there you go. <laughs> Oh, well, that's it. Talk to you guys next week. (laughs) Can't cap that off. Oh, Lordy. That's funny. Sid, number one. Number one, again, Honor of My Dad. It was another great cartoon. We used to sit there and watch together as I was growing up in my little childhood days. It has been mentioned before, but these guys are my number one. All of their episodes were my favorite. Man, there was not one that ever disappointed me. I literally have my cable box set to where I know the episode comes on and my TV automatically turns that shit on in the bedroom. I am talking about Tom and Jerry. The original Tom and Jerry. Not this Tom and Jerry tale shit where Tom and Jerry are buddies. No, I'm talking Crambo days, yeah, Tom and Jerry. Yes, the 60s, 70s, 80s, when Hannah Barber was Barbera. sitting there producing. Barbera, excuse me, correction, yes, Barbera. were sitting there doing their creations of uh, the cartoons. Absolute fave, man. Like, again, the silent cartoons, man. No talking, no nothing. But you would understand the struggle that Tom went through to chase that fucking little brown mouse that always got him at the end. Great fucking cartoon, in my opinion. Bushy, I, number yeah, one. I, I do like Tom and Jerry, I have to admit that. My number one stems from my patriotism, my love of action. And it also, this particular cartoon is what created the biggest portion of my toy collection other than Star Wars. 
That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Yo, Joe! We'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe! G.I. Joe is there! It's G.I. Joe against Cobra the enemy, fighting to save the day. He never gives up, he's always there, fighting for freedom over land and air. G.I. Joe! G.I. Joe is there! G.I. Joe is the code name for America's daring, highly trained special mission force. Its purpose? To defend human freedom against Cobra, a ruthless terrorist organization determined to rule the world. He never gives up, he'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe! I loved the conflict between G.I. Joe and Cobra. I loved everything about it. I loved uh, uh, that they were all, it was all lasers. They were all shooting lasers. I loved all the crazy characters. I loved at the very end, they always had Flint or Duke or Scarlet or, or you know, or rock and roll. One of these guys would, would be talking to some kids who were about to do something that was going to hurt them or endanger them in some way and... They would tell him the right way to do it and say, now you know, and knowing is half the battle. Yo, Joe! Love that stuff. To this day, I love the old G.I. Joe cartoons. But I've loved the new G.I. Joe cartoons, too. They've gotten even better. They're a little more grown up. I love everything about this. A real American hero. How could you not like that? That's a true product of Reagan-era America in the 80s. All-time favorite cartoon ever. The one thing I would say about G.I. Joe, and here, here's the thing. Yes, it was a great American patriotic cartoon. The one thing you forgot to mention, brother, the fact of the sound effects they put together when they were shooting them damn guns off, tanks, airplanes, the whole nine. The sound effect to the quality of the gun that they were actually using was spot the fuck on, man. I'm talking like... If you if you, they were shooting an AK-47, you're hearing the AK-47 uh, being shot off, not lasers. no fake plastic shit. You hear lasers. Yeah. It's all laser. You hear you hear lasers too as well. So like I said, they all had the on-point sound though on that damn cartoon. Love that cartoon, That's why and I, it definitely I, supplied 95% of the toys in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, uh, since that's something about honorable mentions, I really don't have any off the top of my head. Uh, honorable mentions for me would be like the Flintstones. Uh, Disney's Recess, and that's probably about it. I don't, I don't really watch cartoons anymore at all. Um, whether or not I still like them is a, is a different story. But uh, I, I might watch 10, 15 minutes of Looney Tunes. I can't do it anymore. Um, but yeah, yeah, those, those are the things I like. You know, again, most of the stuff I like is very old. I don't like the new shit at all. Mm. Agreed. Yeah, I don't know. My my little honorable mentions would be the Flintstones, the Jetsons, uh, Mighty Mouse, and uh, here's the funny thing. You guys will probably give me some help for this. Um, the only reason I like this cartoon is, one, she wore that beautiful little blue dress with the matching blue panties. Yes, we were talking about the little hot blonde that used to have the heart on her left cheek. I'm talking about Rainbow Bright. 
Yeah, I used to sit there. I actually had my dad buy me a Mattel Rainbow Bright doll, which was probably about a foot in height. I used to snuggle up with that bitch and sweep my hand in between her skirt when I was like seven or eight years old. God, what is... It's like we're talking to a fucking sexual predator. (laughs) I'm sorry, dude, but no, she, she was hot back in the day. I wouldn't mind them... Doing a cartoon like that, like like a, a an adult version oh. of the cartoon, I wouldn't mind. Seeing, you know, the fat booty hugging blue panties that she used to wear that was like kind of like a a, a silken material. Like, oh man, <laughs> trial. Oh, God. But no, those are my honorable mentions. Yeah. So that's all take I got, man. Pure and make it dirty. What is wrong with you, <laughs> Mountain Man? Do you have any honorable mentions? Negative. I do have one thing. Hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. Just throw this out here to get a laugh. I'm trying to make sure I can get my mic down without without this messing up, you know, and, and without it pulling out to make it where it says trial. But hold on, I, I got something before we end today's episode or whatever. Uh, no, I don't want to do that. No, no, thank you. Hold on. Um, time. No, I'm not wasting time here. Wow. All right, thank you. I'm sorry, I was struggling a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> I had to say that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's actually a fart button app I got on my phone. So if you thought that was real, it was actually my fart button app that I have on my phone just to piss my mom off and stuff and make the baby laugh. Alrighty. Anything <laughs> to promote, gentlemen? Uh, me, no, not this week, brother. Unfortunately, I do not have nothing. Mountain Man, what do you got, brother? The same as last week. Uh, and I'm going to promote this every single time because I see every day veterans and everybody being treated like shit. Go promote our, I'm going to promote our United States military, all forces. Go actually support them and have their backs. Nice. Amen. Nice, absolutely. I have two things I'd like to promote this week. One is, once again, the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. Do you love it loud? Then plan to attend the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo, one-day event celebrating all things rock and roll. Over 20 rock podcasts from all over North America recording on-site. Panel discussions with producers that have worked with Ozzy, Slayer, Kiss, Y&T, Seven Dust, Dokken, and more. Celebrity signings and meet and greets with current and former members of Cinderella, Winger, Tora Tora, Collective Soul, Taiketo, The Monkees, with more to be announced. All that and record dealers slinging some sweet vinyl. The Nashville Rock and Pod Expo takes place Saturday, August 26th at the Music Valley Event Center. More information available at NashvilleRockandPodExpo.com as well as on Facebook. The Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. Feast your ears. It is the reason I'm going on vacation, not just to see my dad. Yeah, that's that's just a cool bonus because I'll spend the week in Virginia. August 26th, it's a Maybe in North Carolina. We'll see what happens. <laughs> August 26th is a Saturday. Uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Rock and Pod Expo. A lot of fun. 
Uh, Raven's going to be there. Gunner Nelson from the band Nelson's going to be there. Uh, a couple of guys from the uh, Heavy Metal Parking Lot movie are going to be there. And they're actually going to do a screening of that film at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Plus, all these great podcasts are going to be there. Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, Decibel Geek Podcast, Podkist. So many, so many. It's going to be loads of fun. But I also want to promote Mr. Donald J. Trump's book, The Art of the Deal. Yes, and Trump on Trump on the back cover says, I don't do it for the money. I've got enough. Much more than I'll ever need. I do it to do it. Deals are my art form. And Mike Wallace of CBS News says, This reads like Trump unvarnished, vainglorious, combative, ambitious, and unafraid to let us know about it. I found it fascinating all the way. It's a great read. And if you do read it, guess what? He's kind of trying to run the country the same way, and I have absolutely no issues with that. Yes, Trump's Art of the Deal. Check it out. Check out the Nashville Rocket Pod Expo. Any final words, boys? Other than uh, just stay true to yourself, uh, stop the violence, stop the hate, whether it's racism or any domestic violence abuse, just stop it. It's not worth it. Uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is your boy Sin. I'm out. My man. Same as always, stay sick, take care of one another. Let's get her pal meow meow, meow man out. All right, absolutely. You guys know how I end it. I'm going to end it like I end it every week. Motherfuckers, buy vinyl, and we will see you next week. Hey, bangers. Big Bushy here. What are you doing every Saturday and Sunday morning, 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time? I tell you what you should be doing. You should be tuning in to DJ Sato and his night shift. That's right. All genres of metal. All requests honored. Only on ThatMetalStation.com. But remember. Whatever you do, don't fall. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when When suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on the plug. See you next week. Hey, yo, Ice Man, I'm working on this term paper for college. What's the First Amendment? Freedom of speech. That's some motherfucking bullshit. You say the wrong thing, they'll lock your ass up quick. The SEC says.
profanity, no airplay. They can suck my dick while I take a shit all day. Think I give a fuck about some silly bitch named Gore, your PMRC. Here we go, war. Yo, shit, what's the matter? You ain't getting no dick, you bitchin' about rock and roll. That's such a shit, dumb bitch. The Constitution say we all got a right to speak. Say what we want, tip. Your argument is weak. Censor record, TV, school bullets, too. And who decides what's right to hear you? Hey, PMRC, you stupid fucking asshole. The sticker on the record is what makes it so gold. Can't you see? You alcoholic idiot. The more you try to suppress us, the larger we get. Freedom of speech. Just what did you say? Freedom of speech. Yeah. Just what did you say? Freedom of speech. Yeah, boy. Just what did you say? You have the right to remain silent. Fuck that right. I want the right to talk. I want the right to speak. I want the right to walk where I wanna. Yell and I'm gonna. Tell and rebel every time I'm on a microphone on the stage cold illin'. The knowledge I drop will be heard by millions. We ain't the problems. We ain't the villains. It's the suckers depriving the truth from our children. You can't hide the fact Jack is violence in the streets every day. Any fool can recognize that. But you try to lie and lie and say America's some motherfucking apple pie. Yo, you gotta be high to believe that you're gonna change the world by a sticker on a record sleeve. Cause once you take away my right to speak, everybody in the world's up shit creep freedom of speech yeah just what did you say freedom of speech yeah boy just what did you say freedom of speech ha <laughs> you better watch what you say explicit lyrics explicit lyrics let me tell you about down south where a motherfucker might as well not even have a mouth Columbus, Georgia said they'd lock me up if I got on the stage in my show and said, fuck. So I thought for a minute and said, no, I wasn't even going to do a damn show. Cause for me to change my words for my rhymes was never going to happen because there's no sellouts on mine. But I'm about to get those motherfuckers one day. They even arrested Bobby Brown and Cool J. Yo, they got theirs coming because I'm mad and I'm gunning, homeboys, and there's no running. I'm going to tell you how I feel about you. No bull, no lies, no slack, just straight fact. Columbus, Georgia, you can suck my dick. You ain't nothing but a piece of fucking shit on the damn map. Freedom of speech. Yeah. Just watch what you say. Freedom of speech. Yeah. You better watch what you say. Freedom of speech. Just watch what you say. Parental advisory. Parental advisory. Freedom of speech. Let them take it from me. Next, they'll take it from you. Then what you gonna do? Let them censor books. Let them censor art. PMRC. This is where the witch hunt starts. You'll censor what we see, we read, we hear, we learn. The books will burn. You better think it out. We should be able to say anything. Our lungs were meant to shout. Say what we feel. Yell out what's real. Even though it may not bring mass appeal. Your opinion is yours. My opinion is mine. If you don't like what I'm saying, fine. But don't close it. Always keep an open mind. A man who fails to listen is blind. We only got one right left in the world today let me have it or throw the constitution away freedom of speech yeah just watch what you say freedom of speech you better watch what you say freedom of speech yeah boy you better watch what you say explicit lyrics explicit lyrics what they're trying to do with radio with this uh, McCarran Walter Act and a lot of other ways is start by saying that they're protecting the public from wicked rock bands or girly magazines or whatever. But if you follow the chain of dominoes that falls down, what they're really trying to do is 